I'm Inez Kelly, and today we're going to talk about the principles of success. Have you ever wondered what is the difference maker between those startups that successfully transition into a small business versus those that tend to linger in the entrepreneurial stage? Well, we're going to talk today a little bit about what some of the things that we may want to pay attention to as we move into the next phase. Take a listen. So, I'm going to tell you the secret to success. Now, not to be confused with one of the secrets to success or making this a part of the whole package of being successful, this, what I'm going to say, is the secret to success. Now, first let me say this. I go through great lengths not to use the word success when it comes to quantifying or determining the quality of a thing or substance, anything for that matter, because success is all relative. So if I say success, I want you to understand that it speaks to you, the individual, success is in the eye and the doing of the beholder. So there is not one standard of what success would be. Success for some people is just getting up in the morning, opening their eyes. That's its success, again, depending on what they deal with, where they come from, and how they... Uh, how they receive what's going on in their life. For other people, it's a big house, five cars, uh, fame and fortune. And, some, and for some folks, it's in between. So when I say success, I'm speaking of whatever your personal definition of success and the stages of success would be. Okay? So what I have found is that when you look around and you look at what we qualify as successful people, if you take a look around and then take a look around them and their environment, the quality for success or the ingredient for success is other people. I know, I know. How could my success be based on other people. But let me explain. What I want to make sure that you get and understand is the information that I bring to you is not based on my personal, well, I have an opinion about it. I have a perspective on it. But it comes really from years of research. And I'll go into that as to why that came about. 
but I felt the need to have to really dig and pull back the layers, get to the core of why some people succeed and others don't. You know, what's that ingredient? You can have someone that has all of the, uh, the opportunity in the world, and yet, you know, they get caught up in uh, aspects of life that sometimes beyond their control, but sometimes they're choosing. They choose to surround themselves. Um, and then you have others who come from backgrounds that are just horrendous, and they become uh, what I would say a success in so much as beating the odds and really rising above their situation and their circumstances. So what is the difference? What is that thing that is the difference. Now, some people will say, well, you know, it's what you have inside. You know, if you put your mind to it, which is part of it, but, you know, if you almost will it, it will come. And that's not exactly so. Now, we talked about a mission and objective statement, and you can you can uh, attach that to business, but you must have a mission and objective statement and a vision for your life also just for your life existence. What's your mission? What's your objective? I'm not saying that you have to know the key to life and all of the answers as to the whys, but for you, what's your mission? What's your objective? So I'm digressing there just a little bit because what I want to do is tie these together. Now, what did I say? I said to you that I submit to you that the the ingredient to success is people. That's almost like um, Soylent Green. Soylent Green, it's people. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie with, um, uh, uh, oh gosh. Okay, see, that's why I shouldn't sidebar, because I'm, I'm totally not prepared. But he also played in the Ten Commandments. What's the guy's name? Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston is the actor that played in Soylent Green. Some of you may be a little bit young for that, but we were talking about people and people being the ingredient. Um, but in this case, people being the ingredient through your entrepreneurial uh, transition is a good thing. Not so much so in Soylent Green. Okay, so when you look around, if you take maybe the top five people that you would consider successful, look around them and see who is in their circle, in their sphere. And so you might say that that's a product of the success, but I say to you that that's the ingredient to the success. Okay? So, as I said, I do some research, and I came across a, um, and I'll put this link in the, uh, you know, in the description, but I came across a link that said that the human brain can maintain 150 connections, ongoing connections. That means you could have 150 different relationships. I'm not talking about intimate relationship, personal relationships, but just varying degrees of people who you deal with in your life. You can have up to 150 of these connections before the brain starts, you know, before it goes on overload. And so reading further, and as I said, I'll give you the link if you want to read further, that's great. Reading further and just 
really understanding and taking into account some of my own personal experiences and the personal experiences of others that I've known that have been, you know, very successful and others that I know not quite so. Um, and so uh, I came up with the number 70 when I started looking around. 70 connections in your sphere that is the foundation to support whatever successful venture you have. Now, I'm not saying that you have to reach 70 before you're successful, but the goal is to create 70. And it's through the process of intent in creating these relationships that cultivate within you the discipline and the relatability in doing business, the accountability, the responsibility, because again, with relationship, there must be accountability. In relationship, there is responsibility. So it's not about going about these relationships and looking for what these individuals and these relationships, what you can get out of the relationships. It's all about seeking relationships to bring, you know, you want to bring the bucket, you want to bring the barrel, you want to bring the extra. And if you look for those relationships and you connect with those relationships, those relationships are key to your success. Now, you may say, okay, that's a little bit much because 70 people is really a little bit much. And that's what I thought at first until I started really doing the math. And again, this is why you have to do due diligence. This is why you have to put pen to paper and really flush it out so that you can see. If you are just the average human being, you know, a job, maybe kids, maybe a relationship, a family. And I'm just saying just average. I know there's people with more, people with less, but I'm just saying average. You already have 70 people that you come in contact with. And this is the part that I thought was really great because what happens is that we have these relationships that are just happenstance. They're happenstance because they happen to be the people in our space. And so we make relationships with these people. Rather than having a intent to create the necessary relationships to occupy those spaces so that you can grow you. And again, I'm not talking about growing you because you go and you siphon into a relationship as far as what that relationship can bring you. Again, you are creating relationships because you're looking at what can I bring into this space? I know it's kind of backwards, right? But trust me, it works. Okay, so think of this. What I did was really make made it simple. I, I, I looked at the categories with the people in my space, in my life. So you have your uh, intimate relationship. That's that person that you might be, or persons, depending on who you are, might be in an intimate relationship. And then you have your uh, family, friends, that's three groups, right? 
your associates. Associates are people who you've become friendly with, but they're still you've 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 met them through business. So there's still that kind of professional edge, but kind of professional personal. And then you have your prefers professional relationships. That's five, okay. And then you have people who speak into your life. They're mentors. That's six. And then there are people that you mentor, and hopefully you do give back. So those are seven primary areas in your life. Okay, so once I did that, then I looked and I said, okay, so in order to reach 70, I would have to have 10 people in each of those spaces. Okay, so the 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 really kind of questionable one was the intimate one. I mean, hopefully we don't have 10 people, but hey, that's not for me to judge. You're you, do you, whatever makes you happy. Um, so I took and said, okay, so that intimate, what we're going to do is we're going to create that intimate that, um, that also speaks to people who you know you can call 3 a.m. and they're going to come and get you. You you know, your lights are out. They're going to come and they're going to take care of what needs to get taken. Not, not in a misuse sense, but in that place where you might have, you know, struggled here a bit. Just people that you know you can depend on. You can tell your secrets to. Um, that along with people who are your uh, 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 intimate relationship will go in that column. So if you look, and calculate in each one of those columns who you would consider friends. And a friend, again, that's not that intimate friend. It might not be someone that you can call at 3 o'clock in the morning, but you know they're a friend. You can hang out, talk, chill. You enjoy their company. And then family. I should, I'm sorry, you say intimate family, then friends. Okay, and then when you look at who your business associates are, so you have your coworkers. These are people that you know. You have people that when you're doing business that you come in contact with. Okay, and then you have your professional relationships. These are just strictly professional relationships that you engage in. So even if by the time you finished with each category, you had maybe four or five people. Let's just say five. Let's say five, an average of five in each category. You're talking about 35 people right there. That's 35 people that you are in regular contact with. And I can't believe that, like, if you, if you, if you have a job and you have a family, you actually come in contact with more people, whether it's the, your kids' schools. You know, you've got to really look at all the people that are in your space from time to time. But let's go back to around 35 people, right? Now, when you examine each one of these people and you ask what is it that they bring to your life, not from a selfish standpoint, not what have you done for me lately. We're not talking about that. We're talking about who these people are in your life. You may find you have to do a little strategy. A little strategy moving folks around some people are in your friends column and they don't belong in your friends column they belong maybe in your associate column like they're friendly but they're an associate they're not really someone that you hang with and then there are people that are in your intimate space that should not be in your intimate space that's a space that's very close to you very close to your heart the people see things that other folks do not see um, they have to be able to hold your secrets, and I'm not talking about secrets of you doing some crazy stuff. I'm just talking about just, you know, people that you know that you can confide in, okay? 
And then there are people that you are sitting under and receiving mentorship that you have no business sitting under and receiving mentorship with, and vice versa. There are people that are, are have attached themselves to you seeking advice, seeking, you know, and it's draining because, you know, again, we have to analyze those relationships. Now, I'm not saying with any of them that you have to remove them, but you have to set them further back. You have to set them further back in your space. Again, but this is based on you having a mission and objective. If you have a mission and objective and a vision in this life, not just for business, that's why we get back to the fact that your brand is you. Before you can build your brand, you need to build you. So with that, once you have everyone in the right column and then you actually see, okay, so I had 35, but now let's see, I crossed two off the list because really I, I, I don't even need to, you know, that's not me. That's not a part of who I am. Now I might have added two or three. So let's just say you kept 35. So from the 35, starting with the 35, You start engaging with those 35 because those people that are on your list, you'll ask yourself if they're in your friends column, well, when's the last time you called them? When's the last time you just sent them an email or a text that said, hey, thinking about you, how's everything going? You know, uh, if you know something is coming up, their birthday or something, you text them, you know, family. Hey, just want to shout out. I love you. Uh, how's everything going? You know, so it's not about relationship relationship I got to schedule a time we have to go have lunch we need to go and and talk and hash all of this out no it's just keeping that contact that energy that connection because you know who they are in your space same thing with the professional even though it's a professional you can still send an email you can still do something you know a gift basket and drop it off just want to thank you for the work that you do people are going to get thanked enough especially if you've got good people good professional people in your life you want to thank them because coming across you know it's like getting a good waiter or waitress if i come across someone that's just attentive i make sure that i i tip them above and beyond because Good service is hard to find. I'm just going to say that. We'll leave that there. Um, it, it, someone who you're mentoring, someone who's mentoring you, engage yourself in these relationships. Don't wait for what they can bring to you. You bring the bucket. You bring the extra. You know, you bring that because that you putting yourself in that mindset, it trains your brain to give. OK, it it also builds it builds that something in you that creates the energy that you need to be sustainable in your venture. So you first work on that 35, but while you're working on that 35, now you have an intention. You have an intention to reach 70. Your intent is to reach 70. So you might you might have three friends. You might say, okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna find a friend a month. And again, we're not talking about go out here and soliciting people. What we're talking about is creating a space where you are able to meet people, engaging in, well, now it's a little different. 
pandemic and everything else, so you're not, you know, we're not finding ourselves in the spaces with a lot of people. But there are other events and things that are going on. Um, you know, we go to the grocery store. Well, I've even stopped going to the grocery store. I never thought I would do that, but I'm actually doing that these days. Um, so anywhere you find yourself, uh, if you're actively engaging, there's always the opportunity. When I'm out and about, when I'm doing whatever it is I'm doing, I'm always, not so much now because now it's just really just second nature, so I don't really consciously do it. I just know I have a mission, and I, I'm not talking about a, um, you know, a closed-minded mission that this is my mission and anyone who doesn't fall in line with it, you know, it's just... I don't have anything to do with but my mission is looking out for areas where my talents would be able to show itself. And in my talent being able to show itself, I open the door for opportunity. Okay? So you start with that 35. If it's 35, to be honest with you, when I did mine, I started with about, I think it was eight. Really, I mean, even though I knew a lot of people, you know, just because of uh, being in the radio and a lot of the marketing and promotional events that I did. So I knew quite a bit of people. And that's kind of sad to say, too, because when you think about family, too, but hey, OK, you got to critique that also. Um, and you could, Hey, listen, you can always love everyone. I love everyone. I, lo I have love for everyone. Love is a um it's a state a condition and it's a place that you decide to be so i love everyone but i can love them long distance i can love you from afar okay but i still will have love for you okay so everyone doesn't need to be right in your face in your personal space and that's where you have to be uh discerning so the process in which you build your business, the process by which you build your life, which in turn builds your business, is other people and being intentional with the people that you decide to bring into your sphere. And when you have a mission and objective, and you have a vision, it becomes clearer who these people are. Now, you don't want to just go out and pick people because you have to go through the process. You have to give things an opportunity to show themselves. You can meet people and they're great, 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 and then when you get to know them, they're like, oh my goodness, okay? But even if oh my goodness shows up because, you know, sometimes we're in a place in life where our life is oh my goodness that doesn't make us bad people that just means that at this particular stage at this particular junction this is our condition it does not mean that we still cannot find people you know that are solid in who they are and to connect with that you know help move through because you're going to find that Everyone who brings something to your space is not always that person that is, you know, that has all of that stuff together. You know, sometimes it's that person that you find in weird spaces that just because they're in that weird space does not mean that they, they don't have life experience that can speak into your life that will help you. And in turn, you bring to them what helps them. 
And so we have to look for those opportunities. We have to be on guard for those opportunities, not looking for what someone can do for you. We have to be looking for what we can do, how we can improve, how we can bring and, and lift this. And when we look for that, we begin to create a world around us that supports our life and support our vision. And sometimes it's a slow move. I'm not going to tell you that I'm at 70 and I started this maybe three years ago, three years ago. And I think at last count for me, and again, as I said, I started with around eight or 10. I have to go back to my paperwork. But I believe at this point, um, I haven't really, I, I do it kind of mentally in my head. I used to kind of every now and then just go back and adjust my list and work through the list. And I, and I know at this point now I'm probably at around 25, 25, because you don't want to just go and just pick people to fill those spots. No, that's how you determine how you build your business, how you build your life. And you have to take the time to create these relationships. You have to invest time and energy and effort in these relationships. And that's how you build a business. So with that in mind, let's go back and let's look at the people that now we can look at mega successful people like, say, Oprah or Tyler Perry or Brad Pitt or, um, uh, you know, uh, Cardi B, uh, Beyonce, Jay-Z, uh, I mean, f- football stars, I mean, uh, whether it's professors, okay, whether it's doctors, but all of these people, if you look, they're going to have in excess of 70 people. So I've always said that the, the best singer is not always the top singer. The top singer that has that top number one is not always the best singer in the world. It's the person that has the best engine, that engine behind them that gets them to be number one. Okay, that well-oiled machine that starts with the people, and the people have to be willing to work to give you that 100% because you give them 100% and with you giving 100% and them giving 100% you both get there okay but when we have people in our space that are just kind of feeding off of us or we're feeding off of other people then it's a limp you know it's a limp machine it's a limp car it's a car sputting with no gas uh, so nobody gets there and that's what happens a lot of times because we always think about growing our business. Got to grow my business. Got to grow my business. No, you have to grow. You must grow. You must put the pieces in place. And those pieces first start with you understanding your mission and your objective. Because you can grab people, but if you don't have a mission and objective, you're going to be a wanderer. Not a founder, but a wanderer. And we don't want to be a wanderer. Although sometimes that's a process in building is being a wanderer. But hopefully in wandering and gathering, we begin to gather ourselves and to step up to then create something that is founded by you because of all of the pieces that you have put together and you've created something.
So, going back to the principle of success and sustainable. Well, we'll we'll talk about sustainable sustainability next time, but the principle of success is the other people in your space, and you being in that uh, headspace to be discerning enough to be sure that you've put the right people, not just, you know, folks will say, got to get the right people on a bus. No, 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 you do. But you also have to get the right people in the right seats on the bus. Okay? So that's, that's a big part of it, starting with that. So I implore you to take a look around, to do this exercise. You have seven areas. Intimate relationships, family, friends, associates. And again, associates are uh, friends that you met through business or business people that have become friendly. Okay, you might not tell your personal secrets with, but you can talk and um, you do have relationship. And then you have your professional relationships that are purely professional, but they're still relationships because it might be the guy that does your printing, um, someone that does uh, some service for you. So there's a relationship there. And it doesn't mean that you can't cultivate that relationship so you get more out of it and they get more out of you because you're giving more. Uh, And then there is uh, mentors. And and then people that you meant that people that you mentor. Now your mentor doesn't necessarily have to be someone who knows they're mentoring you. It could be someone like there might be a particular pastor that you listen to. There might be a particular uh, uh, podcast, hopefully this one, <laughs> that you listen to. And so even when the dynamics are there, there's still a way that you can engage and bring yourself into that space, either by sharing the podcast because you're getting help, you, uh, you, know, you want to reciprocate, um, you want to respond. You can send an email to, hey, I really like what you had to say. That was, I enjoyed it, or I got something out of it. Well, I tried this. Because that's always great to hear. Because when you're putting information out, some things you know work for yourself. But it's always nice to hear that your life experience and being able to take that life experience and articulate it in a way that you can bring it to the forefront for others it's nice to hear that. Hey, I, I kind of, you know, I didn't use the whole thing, but, you know, that part there, I really liked it. So those are ways that you can also engage when that mentor is not really someone that's right there in your space. And then the mentee, which are those who you are mentoring. And again, sometimes you don't have to say, hey, I'm going to mentor you. I've known people that, um, no, I didn't have an official mentorship relationship with them, but there were certain things that I knew I deposited into their space, Was whether it was material or tools or sometimes, you know, sometimes cash, um, so I should, I should say sometimes, um, you know, financially, um, or, or bringing my talent to bear on something that they're doing and, and giving of myself with no cost. So that, that's also mentorship because you're showing people. The mentorship isn't always sitting down and, you know, discussing everything. Sometimes mentorship is just being an example and being intent, intentional with that example. So 
try that for starters. Try it. I would like to know that you tried it and what was your first number. When you filled out your seven columns and tried to get ten in each column, really, you know, how many? I'm honest. I, I, and this is after years of working, a lot of relationships. I'm talking about relationships, work relationships and engaging and things like that. But when I really looked at what was in line with who I am, what, I, what I'm seeking to do, uh, how, um, what's my plan to get there, when I looked at what was uh, in line with that, it was like eight or ten. Now, this is not to say that the other people that I know that I cannot engage with, I'm just, they're just not that link, that connection that I connect with. And you have to know the difference, and we'll get into that because this is a whole this is a whole process, and it's great. I'm telling you, it's great. If you try this and you don't get a more clear view of you and your journey, I would say I would give you hundred dollars. But you know, y'all people would be saying, "No, that didn't work all the while." I'm not saying that you would. I'm just saying. We'll think of something else. We're going to do something for those of you that try it, okay? I'd like to interview you and hear about it, okay? So we're starting with that. So the ingredient is the people, other people in your space. That is the foundation in terms of when you start talking about your resources. More than money, because people bring money. People bring experience. People bring things that you end up paying for that you don't have to pay for because you're in a relationship. Okay? So, yes, starting with other people. That is the ingredient to success. I dare you to look around and name one person. And by success, by general standards, so don't come down, well, the guy, he's a hermit, he lives out in the jungle, and he's happy just being out there by himself. Isn't that successful? There's no people. We're not talking about that, okay? Sometimes that's not so much successful as it is uh, people coming to a place where this is, they've gone off the grid. That doesn't count. Well, it's not going to count in this place because as an entrepreneur, you're not trying to go off the grid. So if that's what you're trying to do, you, you're already listening to the wrong person. So, yes, let me know if you take on this assignment. Love to hear about it and love to hear how it worked for you. So keep that in mind, the people. And oh, oh what I was saying is look around and try and name anyone who you know of that is the standardized success and you would think that they had less than 70 people. Actually, most of them have double um, because they have people who are assistants, so they don't really necessarily come in contact with all of the people, although they are in contact with them, they don't have to have those relationships because the assistant has the relationship. So in those cases, now they can have 150, they can have 300 because they... Delegate. Oh, there's so much that we're going to talk about. Delegate. Sustainability. Delegating. All of these things are important. But number one is the resource of people. Ingredient one. 
Well, I should say two, because it is after your mission and objective statement, which is about you. So first you, then people. We're going to end it there. I hope you enjoyed listening, and um, I look forward to bringing you a lot of great information. It's a little unorthodox when you start talking about entrepreneurship, but I have found that these are the areas that that most entrepreneurs, especially your hardcore startup starting from scratch, these are the things that you need to know, and you need to practice, and you need to make it a part of who you are and a part of your process. And if you do, you will find that moving through your particular industry, your product or service begins to simplify itself.